Okay, we are live and direct. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Elon and Mullock. Most of you know me as Millersy. This is podcast number fucking three. Um, right, a bit of housekeeping to begin with. Um, the I don't know. The, the next, hold on a second. Let's see if this works. That was a bit shit. Um, yeah, the name of this podcast is is a work in progress because. It's a fucking work in progress, and I couldn't think of another name. But a bit of housekeeping from last week. Okay, I sent this out to a few people, and I got a lot of positive feedback. But I suppose the main thing that I got back was the sound was shit. And that's because I am not a sound engineer. Neither am I a fucking podcaster. I'm an Egypt with a microphone and a laptop. So, (laughs) and I'm learning. I'm learning. So hopefully podcast number three, you should hear me, should sound absolutely beautiful in your ears rather than that tinny, horrible sound from last week, which unfortunately was, it was by the time I'd uploaded it to SoundCloud and listened back to it, I was like, oh shit, hold on a second. This doesn't sound right. Oh, maybe it's still uploading. It's still so, no, I forgot to the little point of changing the microphone from the external microphone in the laptop to my Yeti microphone, which is a proper, proper, proper microphone and the reason why I didn't notice it when I was recording is because when I record because I'm not quite up on how I fucking do all this yet or how this software works and I had to press record I had to press stop and I had to convert it into an mp3 <coughs> that's kind of where it stops so I have to for the moment I'm I, I'm using headphones which are normally wireless Bluetooth headphones and they're connected to the PC but on the PC I don't know how to get them so that I can hear I can monitor myself through the microphone therefore I have to go old school way analog and plug the mic plug the headphones into the microphone via a cable and while I was doing that last week when I was recording I was listening to myself through the microphone through the monitoring but I was being recorded through the laptop that's why it sounded shite so Nice, clear that one up once and for all. Sorry, hopefully the content was better than the sound. But, um, yeah, so <laughs> lessons learned. Lessons learned. So this time around now, I've gone through about a five or ten minute check of um, sound and everything. And just before I was about to press play, I was like, oh shit, I'm a little bit thirsty. So I went and got myself a drink rather than stopping in the middle and going, oh, hold on, lads, I need to go and get a drink. Right, sound. So how are you all? That's a recap from last week. So yeah, thank you for everyone who listened. And if you're listening again, welcome. Thank you for coming back. And if it's your first time listening, I I can't explain what you're listening to. And if this has been given to you by a friend, then fucking God help you. Because if, yeah, I, I, I we are, I am who I am. And I'm a little bit scatty at the best of times. So apologies for that. And I'm trying to work on it and trying to be better. So uh, recap from last week. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for your feedback. Um, very much the person I am and the way that I, I kind of I have no real idea that this but like, I, like I've spoken about in the last couple of times I, I always envisage that I do a podcast with more than one person more than just me in the room um, but given diary com- and commitments for other people it hasn't worked out that way so I've just kind of gone two feet in and given it a go so that's not to say that there won't be other people involved in it there will I, I really hope there will and anyone who wants to come on and give it a blast just tell me and I, I bring the laptop and the microphone and we'll give it a belt so that's where we're at but I am trying to contain myself and and talk but there is no script I I, I, I pretty much have build up everything that I want to say in my head and then I press record and just go for it and see what comes out so 
there we go so that's a recap of last week so today today is thursday today is also the um european election vote so i'm sure most of you will have been out voting uh i would like to vote but i don't know where my polling station is nobody seems to know actually i might google it while i'm talking here i have no fucking idea where my polling station is i never got a polling card and i was talking to my um my sister last night and she reckons that that was done on purpose because they actually really really don't want anyone to be voting in this and they they want it i, I don't know that, that sounds a bit conspiracy theorist doesn't it like i'm sure that they mustn't they can't just not want you to fucking vote can they can they But I've had all these manifestos and things come in. The Brexit Party and UKIP and Labour. I didn't have anything from the Tories, the Lib Dems now. And funny enough, both of their um, their fucking little houses around the corner here. That You've got a Conservative club and a Liberal Democrats um, club. There's no Labour around here and there's no... That'd be it, really, I suppose. No Green Party or nothing. Um, how do you find your polling station? Or genuinely, I mean, when I lived at my mum and dad's house, it was quite easy because it was across the road. And they used to have big signs up that said polling station. But honest to fuck, since I moved um, uh, to Orpington now three years ago, because in fairness, I never changed... Shh, don't tell the government. I never changed my... Um, or registered my address. So the last couple of times that I voted, I voted from my mum and dad's house. And this would be the first time now, I think... Uh, since the last general election, uh, whenever that was, whenever Theresa May called the snap one and fucked everything up, um, polling station into Google. Um, I voted <coughs> for my mum and dad's house, but this, but since then, um, Bromley had been around, and I had to, I have, you know, they were saying like, "Do you live here? Who are you?" You know, so I've gone onto the um, onto the list, so now I've got to go to another place to find my polling station by postcard. Here we go, by postcard. How do I find out where my polling station is? Uh, oh, okay. Maybe there's hope yet, lads. But I've never got a polling card. What's the jazz there? I know you don't need it to go and um, vote, but surely to fuck, um, surely to fuck, you still need to know where where to go to vote because I, I didn't have a notion now, to be honest with you. Not a single notion. So who have we got? A lot of independents. Jeez, there's a lot of people gone into it. So where do I go? doesn't tell me. Warren Road Primary School. Where's that? It's on Warren Road. Um, okay, well, I'll do that now. By the Democracy Club. Hmm, okay. Fair enough. There's a lot of people on there, though. Jesus, I wasn't expecting an Animal Welfare Party, Change UK, the Independent Group, Conservative and Unionist, Unionist Party, Green Party, Labour Party, Liberal Democrats, the Brexit Party, UK European Union Party, the UK Independence Party, also known as UKIP, Women's Equality Party, and then 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 Independents. Who's the Conservative and Unionist Party? That's not the Conservatives, is he? As, as in the Tories. Is it? No. Is that their new name? Or is that the, like a remix name? Hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I suppose... Do the European elections matter right now? I suppose they do. 
with everything that's going on and i and i, I think I've, I've been quite busy the last couple of days so forgive me for my ignorance i haven't been kept abreast as i normally would with um what's going on in uk politics i can't understand what theresa may is at now and funny enough i was only talking to my mother yesterday and she says oh i feel sorry for her i used to feel sorry for her i don't feel sorry for her anymore she's a fucking idiot let's just get it straight she just like she, oh, yes there's a there is a big part of me that goes you've been pushed into a job that you never wanted you never chose to and you know you've been given a job that you didn't really quite believe in either i mean she was very silent throughout the whole um brexit debate played her cards very close to her chest seemed to be on team remain but then like yeah it's the calamity of fucking errors that go on like you know when you're listening to these people like and my i genuinely had the most fucked up dream last night again i watched that program the second episode of that years and years please write this down now if i go and watch that show it will fuck you up it had me fucking spinning the other night and I'll get on to it now. Oh, jeez, it was all about the banks and the banks crashing. And it was just like, it was a bit like deja vu. Anyway, sorry, Theresa May, right? And fucking Mike, I had a dream that Michael Gove became Prime Minister. Just let that sink in. I know, right? Michael Gove. Fucking hell. I tell you now, if... It, that fucking Egypt gets in I ah oh, Jesus I, I think I'll fucking move away honest to God I think I'll go I'll, t- I'll take my chances in another country I'd take my chances in America quicker than I under that fucking ass um that's the God's honest truth I just I, you know I don't feel sorry for anymore I did I don't you know why on why on earth would you initiate Article 50 with no plan? Like, no plan. And that is the bit that's that, that's come out in the wash. They never had a plan. The plan was they thought the European Union would roll over. They're that fucking arrogant. We are talking about arrogance and confidence last week. They were that fucking arrogant. We're the UK. We used to fucking own half of the world. And now we're pissed off because that, that half of the world want to fucking come and live here, you know? And we were fucking taking over their countries and taking all their fucking resources and, and everything. You know, it wasn't a bother on them. Now they want to come over here and fucking use the NHS. Oh, you bastards. Like, you know, coming over here, stealing our jobs and our women. It just doesn't make sense. And now we're voting. I like, I, I'm Again, maybe I'm ignorant and I'm more than... And I say ignorant, I mean as in I have no idea what I'm talking about and I don't. Because I don't understand why we're voting for European um, members of parliament when we're supposed to be coming out. And if we're not coming out, then why haven't we been given more of information, more platform on who we're actually voting for? Like, I've just read out a load of names there for you. Now, I'm not kidding you. There's 23 candidates. Is it 23 candidates? No, it's the 23rd of May. Sorry. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. There's 21 candidates. I don't know one of them. And the only ones that are named by name are the independents. Uh, Claudia McDowell. Don't know who you are. Don't know what you stand for. Don't know what the fuck you're going to do for me. Um, and I'm, I'm picking the end. Alan Kirby. Um, who the fuck knows? Uh, Henry Moss. Don't know. Zoe Lafferty. Who the fuck are you? Well, you know, Animal Welfare Party. Well, uh, okay. Name's kind of... 
you can kind of see it in the name where they're going with the with with their stuff but i don't know i don't know what what the fuck are you doing for me like at least when we have a general election i have half an idea with manifestos and stuff and granted yeah they have come through the door but they're all talking shit they're not talking about anything that i that that's gonna fucking help me they're talking about fucking break like when uh, so the last i heard this deal is gonna go through but it didn't go through was to give us a second referendum now I don't believe that a second referendum on whether we should leave or stay is right. Because I don't think that is democracy in action. I think as much as I vote would remain and I would love us to stay and just everything go back to normal, nothing is ever going to be the same again, ever. And I think that why we triggered article 50 in the first place without having a fucking deal in place i've no idea the way it should have done is we should have done the deal this is the deal we're going for go back to the people are you happy with this deal yes or no yes no yes we're happy with it right we're going to europe with it this is the fucking deal lads and we would have been in a lot stronger position now like i mean europe like just we just look like fucking amateurs like weaklings and and everyone can smell it i mean there's however many member states 26 member states i think and this now i'm going to show my real fucking stupidity now i don't know half the i might sound like i do okay again confidence sound like you know what you're talking about and people will listen and that's the biggest problem in this country we sat we we couldn't we wouldn't listen to experts but we're listening to people that were confident enough to tell us something that wasn't true and we believed it you know um to quote james o'brien you know the emperor is naked the emperor is naked you know the emperor was wearing this beautiful beautiful cloak and (coughs) some people can still see the beautiful colors and the gold thread in the cloak and there's other people screaming the emperor is naked and um I don't. I don't know. I, there's nobody right or wrong. I don't think you know. It, when it comes down to politics, it, it, you have to be selfish with it. You have to be. You have to be selfish. You, you you don't vote for other people. You vote for yourself. That's you know. That's the bare bones of it. And that's why so many people get the hump over it. And it's a shame that unfortunately, it, it, when you do talk about politics now, it does come down to it, it gets personal. It comes down to a slanging match or a screaming match or it just gets very childish you can't have just an open and frank conversation about it you know if you if you like you know if you say i voted tory and they'll go oh you know you don't care about the people you know you're only for the rich and you know you don't want taxes you know you say vote but people you've got other people that are labor and you know they won't listen to you if you say you vote they just won't have a conversation with you all they'll do is scream at you oh you know and fair play there's people out there that voted ukip and or voted another way and it comes down to this kind of petty name calling now and we're all different and and this is the biggest problem this is the thing with brexit that people didn't realize the majority of people that you work with drink with know what you know every everyday life you know and i think a lot of people went into that box and may have said that they were remaining or they were on the fence and they weren't sure where they were going to go. And when they got into the box and nobody's looking over their shoulder, they tick that leave box and they went, actually, I'm a leaver, but I can't have that conversation in front of some of my friends because, 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 because they don't want, they don't want to look like the fascist in the room. And, and that's what it comes down to. You know, if you voted leave, you're a racist, it is, which isn't true. Some people voted, it's not true. In, in, in the majority of cases, it's not true. But I mean, it's very hard to have this conversation when you live in London. 
because the majority of people that, that, that live in London uh, were Remainers. And, and even the ones that are leavers, you know, you, 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 we have a conversation. You have a conversation with someone outside of the Greater London area. And when I say the Greater London area, I'm talking about Birmingham, I'm talking about Manchester, I'm talking about Leeds, Bradford, um, those places. I mean, fucking hell, look, British Steel was about to go. To, I don't know if it's gone yet or it, it, was, it was definitely going yesterday. And um, the thousand jobs lost. Those people are the type of people that have been fucked by the government, are fucked by everyone, and they're going to be left now, I don't know, jobless and whatever. Thousands of, a thousand people, I think, up in Scumthorpe lost their jobs. Bang, gone. Now, could you say that maybe that, that the same ones that, voted, that, that they voted Brexit, you know, they kind of, you got to have your cake and eat it. They, they got what they, they voted for. And if they had voted stay, then it would have been different. I don't think it will, because it, 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 they're the people, the people outside of London are the ones that feel the most left out and feel like, you know, oh, great. Yeah, the recession is over. But what about us? Like, we're still, we've got no fucking schools. We've got no funding. We've got no nothing. We're still up here. And you couldn't give a fuck about us because we're too far away from London for you even to worry about. And that's the fucking truth. Like, I mean, most of us from London, we don't, we don't know what goes on beyond the M25. Unless you, unless you have friends or family up there. We don't go, we, we don't care, do we? We don't care. As long as we can get our vegan mac and cheese and, and fucking, yeah, <laughs> vitamin water and, uh, smashed avocado on toast. We don't give a fuck. It's mad. It's mad. And, uh, you know, I, I talked to me, I talked to a very family orientated show today. I think it's because I've spoken to my family so much in the last 24 hours. Um, but it's, again, speaking to my dad today, and I haven't really spoken to him much in the last couple of weeks. Just been busy, and he was like, oh, "Have you voting today?" And he says, "And I said, I don't. I actually don't know who to vote for." And I said, "Who are you voting for?" And he says, "I think oh, I, oh, I go, I go Tory because he always goes because you know that's businessman. You know, again, that, this is the problem like of getting out of that. I've always voted Tory, therefore I'll vote Conservative." And I went, "But Dad, why the fuck would you vote Conservative?" I said, "Who the fuck are you voting for, Conservative?" And he went, oh, you make a good point. He said, I he said, geez, I might put a tick in the Liber Liberal Democrat box. He said, where are you going? I said, I'll probably go Liberal Democrat, to be honest, or maybe the Independence Party. I says, but I don't know, I genuinely don't know what other way to, to, to go. I mean, I'm not going to vote Labour because I have my own reasons, which I'm not going to get into on this podcast. If you, if you want to know, let's have a chat face to face because it's, it's a two way street. I think when you're talking about politics, you need to hear both sides of uh, two stories. You can't just hear one side because it, it can either be, it can either be taken out of context. You can't quite understand because you can't ask the question on, well, why do you think that way or what? You know, that's why I think, you know, politics should be a very open conversation. But unfortunately, it's not anymore. Um, and people, you know, people are scared. This is the truth. People are scared to be, and, and to talk. And that's why you've got like the, the rise of, of support in like Tommy Robinson is because you would never have got that now, you know, even 10 years ago, before, like, and I'm maybe 10 or 15 years ago, you wouldn't have had that much support if we had, if we had the, the Brexit vote 10 or 15 years ago, even in the height of the fucking recession, 2008, 2009, where people are losing their fucking jobs, you know, getting turned out of their fucking houses, you wouldn't have got it. Boys, with the onset of Twitter and social media and the thing that people can hide behind, you can. Like, I mean, people will hide behind this anonymous face on Twitter, on, on, on accounts, and spur pure toxic venom at people and go about their normal lives. 
and normally they're ordinary decent people that you know have decent jobs and you know they're good yeah yeah you wouldn't think but then you look at their and their, their online troll capacity and you just think fucking hell like and it they, they would never say that like these type of people are the people that would never start a fight never start an argument would never fucking say boo to a goose but give, put a phone in their hand and a little bit of anonymity anonymity there we go bang anonymity and they become like the biggest racist fascist bigot fucking you know it's just poison it's poison and um Oh geez, I lost the guy on myself there. I was talking about dad and, and, and the way he, he voted, but it's yeah, fuck it, I, f- I forgot where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I was what I meant is yeah, people need to get out of the kind of trap of voting the same way because they've always voted that way, and actually, but I, but honestly, I'm I'm a complete fucking hypocrite. I'm I'm looking for a, a polling station. And I don't know who I'm voting for because I don't know, I don't know what I'm, I don't know who I'm voting for or why I'm voting for them. I don't know what any of these parties are going to give me. Not one of them. Not one of them. So, am I going to break my own rule and not vote? Which means if I don't vote, I by by the rules of me, I don't have a voice. And and people don't like that when I say that. So if you don't vote, then you don't have a you know you don't have a voice. You don't have a voice in the argument because you chose not to. You chose to stay silent. Therefore, you can't fucking complain. So, is that fair? I don't know. I don't even I don't even know what the outcome of this is because we're supposed to be coming out in September. So what the fuck is the point in doing all this? This seems like madness to me. And there we go. I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say on the uh, on the topic as such, but that's as much as that's as far as gone. You know, I think it will be what it will be. You'll probably find it will wake up in the morning, and there'll be somebody from the Conservative Party. Um, that is my new European MP. I think it was UKIP before. I think I don't know if there's one. At, see again, I oh, I'm so fucking misinformed. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just looking through here now for uh, on Sky News to see if there's anything here that, that would kind of lead me in the right direction. But oh, I suppose they can't report on it, can they? Oh, sorry. I'm a dickhead. Um, and it's like... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's all a bit fucked up this week. I seem to be... Uh, the. I can't really say any more on, on on the European elections to be honest because like I said I'm I'm kind of going in at it from a point of view of I don't know anything in the first place so I don't know hold on <coughs> oh bless me I don't know where I'm going with it because I don't know I don't know enough about it to talk about it see this is where I'd miss somebody where I'd, I'd need somebody there to kind of retort and, and bounce back or educate me and say this is what it's about and this is why it's important Millsy but I, I genuinely don't know I don't know about it, so I'm kind of rambling a bit. But last week with Tosh, I, well, I, I spoke a lot about um, the whole kind of mental health thing and talking to people. And uh, funny enough, tonight I'm going out to meet a few people um, that are in a small, unique group. Now, again, it's a weird one. So these guys I used to work in um, when I was 21, 21, 22, 20, yeah, I was 21. I worked in a prison called um, the Isle of Sheppey and I was building 
me personally on my own. I was working in a team where we were building two new um, house blocks and the and I was given the link between the two new house blocks and this is literally a walkway and it cost £1.1 million for this walkway. Yeah, £1.1 million. Um, although there was a lot of work in it now, don't you know? Don't take the piss. There's a lot of work in it. There's a fair belt of concrete in it, and um, but yeah, secure walkway from from one to the other, and it was about about 250 meters, I would say, um, from start to finish, uh, all in the live. So one side was live, one side was being built, and we all had and we had to build like all these restrictions. You can imagine working in a prison. I worked with this fella called Nigel Colleen. And I'd just come over from Haymills and I was quite young, I was quite naive and it was my first job outside of Haymills and I'd been with Haymills for five years since I was 15, 16 as a trainee engineer. So I was my first job as a site manager, I was working under, under this fellow Nigel Colleen and um, he took me under his, his wing and we, fucking, we got on like a house on fire but it was a big big group of us working at a prison. So I used to, get to, used to get to the site compound in the morning about seven, half seven you get out where it was outside of the prison so you'd kind of sit down your disc so you'd get rid of everything out of your pocket so all you were allowed in was um i can't remember if you're allowed coins or not if you're only allowed paper no you must have been allowed coins because we could buy stuff in there so we, yeah so yeah you had money but i don't i think you couldn't have any more than 20 quid um no more than 20 quid in cash you weren't allowed keys you weren't allowed a phone, obviously. You weren't allowed camera unless it was signed off. Um, anything sharp, chewing gum, you weren't allowed. Blue tech. Uh, oh, there was a load of restrictions. So you kind of get yourself ready for the prison. Going in. And it was a long walk up the wall. Um, it was about 800 metres, roughly, from, from the site office to, to the to the main gate and we'd walk up there and we used to walk up there and we'd be having the crack and then you go in to the prison and you'd be locked in there from eight o'clock in the morning and you'd probably get out of there about four half four in the evening and all this time that you're in there like sometimes we used to come out for like on a friday we'd come down in the middle of the day we'd have the breakfast down and we had a cafe down below the office and we'd have we'd have the breakfast as a team and then go back up again but not but nine times out of ten we stayed inside we stayed inside the walls for for the full day and it's it's a unique experience and the people that i work with there i'm now i'm still very close with closer than anyone else that i've worked with in my entire life and i think it was the fact that we had no mobile phones like we had laptops and we had a landline um and like I said, but all these had to be signed off and, and signed in and signed out, all this kind of jazz like you can imagine. But the people, like you spent so much time together. It was, yeah, we spent so much time together that we just genuinely knew each other. We were genuinely friends. Like, you know, you, you couldn't just, like nowadays, you, you don't get that kind of connection when you work with, when you work with people. And I, and I can't. I, I can only assume that it was because we didn't have any phones, because we knew that we were locked up. So we, we just genuinely, you know, you had to fucking get on. I mean, imagine being locked up for, you know, eight or nine hours every day with somebody, and and yeah, you've you've got, you've fucking got. Yeah, I suppose, but like being in prison, isn't it? And you kind of got that mentality. You, you got you got definitely institutionalized when we were working there, um, and we're still very close today. And and it took 
I think, I think we, we still used to meet up every now and again, maybe once a year. And then there, a couple of years ago, Nigel died quite suddenly. And I mean, very suddenly. Um, and it all kind of brought it back to us. And we're like, Jesus, you know, we need to meet up more often. So we kind of set a date in the diary and we said, right, we're all going to meet up on this date. And we're going to go for go for a steak and a few points. And then when we sat down, we go, right, when we're going to meet again. So, so basically, we try and meet up once a quarter, four times a year. And in between that, we might have a game of golf for you. And it's good. I, I think it. friendships are a funny thing. In life, you get out of anything as much as you put into it. And I think unless, you know, we're, we'll probably sit here if you listen to it, you think about it. There's a lot of friends that you got there that you, that you know that you could just pick up the phone, you could text me, you go just drop around their house and you'd just be like, bang. You might not have spoken to them for a month six months a year two years longer and you just bang you just click into place again and but we all fall foul of the effort and you do fall you just lose touch with people and and unless you kind of both make the effort and and don't get me wrong there's plenty of people that i know that don't make the effort back and in the end you just get it just wears you down you just think oh fucking why am i always making the effort let him fucking ring me or let her ring me and then what happens five years pass by and you haven't fucking spoken and you know you're just fucking all you are are likes on instagram and facebook to each other that's it which is sad and maybe like again it comes back yeah i seem to have a real negative thing on social media but i do think it is poison and i think you know we can really do with the detail like i said i'm what now six seven weeks i think away from facebook and I nearly broke now last week and went to have a look on it. My sister was doing the Rosa Tralee and I nearly went on to have a look at a few pictures and see if there was any comments on there. And I stayed strong. I stayed strong. Um, and I left it and I didn't go on to it. So I, yeah. you got to, I think you've got to make the effort. And, but it has to be a two-way thing. Like, it has to be a two-way thing. It can't be a one-way road all the time but these lads now we genuinely we all make the effort and you know four times a year isn't a lot to ask about four nights out a year isn't a lot to ask I don't think and I think we can all do that and I, yeah that's that's my position on it and it's great because like I said about talking and being strong it, one of the other reasons that it started actually fucking hell yeah Jesus was just shortly after Nigel's death where I rang one of the guys in and he's like a, a very big part of my my growth and career as a person um and uh you know a word that's probably used far too often but a bit a mentor to me certainly when i was when i was a young fella and definitely kept me on the straight and narrow or tried to tried his fucking best to anyway and I, it was in the early days of the business clonings and and i i was struggling hard really really hard to keep it all together and i was just like and he rang me and he said and he says you know how's things to do and um i said yeah not too bad not too bad i said jeez i'm struggling though with this and i've got this problem i've got this problem he says he said milsey do you need a cuddle do you need a cuddle and i was like i do need a cuddle jeff went right hold on i'll send an email out he says what's are you are you free next week or uh, next friday or the following friday i said following friday he says right okay just put in your diary he says we'll go out and and that was the start of it and that was the first one and that was just because somebody knew i needed i just needed a bit of a fucking hand and that's what i was saying like you know uh, last week kind of touching on but 
sometimes strongest people and, and you know the most confident people are the ones that are the weakest you know they're the ones that you know they can't ask for help because they don't want to look weak but again i don't want to be fucking talking about last week's stuff i'm going to be talking about this week's stuff but so this week yeah so we're heading out now to, uh, today and we're having a few pints with a, a few of the lads now that i work with in the prison and i'm really really looking forward to it because oh christ almighty it's got me out of a right hole um on something else i got to do but i mean this week has been an interesting week um from a work point of view we seem to be um definitely moving forward hopefully in the right direction and and trying to get things moving and and just keeping everything steady you know which is easier said than done sometimes well a lot easier said than done to be brutally honest with you but yeah friendships that's that's what i was kind of that that was in the back of my mind this week about friendships you know where how you how do you manage your friends you know some you know group chats are great but and they are they're, they're mighty crack but you, you know sometimes you, you do need to get the face-to-face stuff as well and uh yeah that's it really i'm kind of I'm at, I'm at 30 minutes and i think i'm organically running out of i don't think i'm running out of things to say i think i've kind of said what i wanted to say i was uh, that the kind of whole european things is, and, and please fucking i don't know i don't know if you can comment on soundcloud or whatever but most people i send this out to you send me your feedback anyway so hopefully the sound is a lot better i don't know what else i wanted to talk about there was something else i wanted to talk about and i've just seen if i wrote it down i don't think so i think i found where my polling station is anyway so i suppose i better go and be a hypocrite and fucking tick a box in somebody i don't know see how it goes how are you how is everyone listening i hope you're aware and um that's it so i'm at yeah 33 minutes and i'm gonna leave you be there uh like i said nice quick podcast this week i'm gonna try and do them weekly and try and get into a bit of a rhythm so that i know that i'm doing them and i will try and get better at writing stuff down i I don't want to be scripted I, i fucking hate the idea of following a script in in anything any walk of life i don't like really fucking being scripted just ask anyone it's all jazz man um i like i like going off the cuff but that like i'll i know i'll turn this off now and i'll start loading on soundcloud and i go oh fuck why didn't i talk about that oh fuck i wanted to talk about that you know but i know i've got um i need to have a shower i need to get ready i need to do the washing up otherwise shannon is gonna fucking shoot me um yeah look it's it's bank holiday weekend uh, the sun is shining. Enjoy yourselves. I'm I'm going to enjoy myself. Mayo are playing Ross Common on Saturday evening, so up Mayo, Mayo for Sam. Get back on the bus. Um, playing golf Saturday, teaching Saturday morning. Going to see a lad in Sunday. Happy days, and probably in between that, I'm going to get fucking steamed. So that's it. Right, I'm going to leave you be at 35 minutes. I'm going to let you enjoy whatever you're doing. Right. Good night. God bless. Fuck off. Good luck.